Hello, my friends. Welcome to Deeper Than Dating, the best place for singles to uplevel their lives and take advantage of their single time. I'm your host, Sarah Mack, breakup and relationship coach, and I'm here to guide you to uplevel and upgrade your single life by building a deeper connection with yourself. I'm on a mission to help millennials take advantage of their single time so they can get over their past, stop settling in life, attract better relationships, and have fun while being single. On Deeper Than Dating, we will explore topics of self-development, psychology of love, relationships, and breakups, mindset, spirituality, and manifestation in order to deepen the relationship with ourselves, which is truly the secret to deeper dating. Whether you find yourself still trying to get over your ex, questioning all your relationship decisions, desiring a more fulfilling single life, or chasing your next relationship, this is the place to be. It doesn't matter where you're at in your journey because the answer will be the same. Dig deeper into your connection with yourself in order to attract a better life and level up. It's not about dating. It's not about the breakup. It's not about your future. It's always deeper. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Deeper Than Dating. Today, I am speaking with Natalia Marua, dating and relationship coach, and we are part of the same dating and relationship networking group. And so today, we're going to be diving into all about love, relationships, dating, and finding your partner. So we're going to talk about how to attract your dream relationship while having fun, maintaining a healthy relationship without lowering your standards, and pretty much any questions that come to my mind. I'm so excited to pick your brain. So welcome, Natalia. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Sarah. Yes, I'm so happy we finally are connecting and I love everything you do. We're in very you know similar fields, work with similar people, single women. Um, so I'm excited to dive into this. So let's start with a little bit about you, your background, what you do, and how you came to where you are now. Yes, it's a long story, but I will make it short. Um, my What I am at today is the result of an alignment between my education, my training as a therapist and as a coach, aligning with my vocation, with my call of helping, serving people. I have a huge, huge vocation of service and also aligning with my experience. I used to suck at relationships I always uh, loved, loved, loved being in relationships. Always, it was something that it was very important to me. Of course, still is today, but I wasn't very successful at it. So being a dating and relationship coach today is the culmination of those three areas coming together and helping me help others. To, mm-hmm. to get in, in a great place in this area of romantic love. And you help single women that, so women come to you, they want to find a partner. What is that process like? Yes. So usually women come to me um, when they are feeling a little bit discouraged. 
they are a little bit tired with all reason. These women uh, that are my clients, these are amazing, loving, fun, successful business women, or they have great jobs with a lot of responsibility. They are doing really well on their uh, fitness life. They, they are having an overall great life. And in this particular area of love and romantic love, they are having a hard time figuring out how to meet high quality men to get married and build a family with, to create mm -hmm. legacy. They are the main, main feeling that I would think is discouragement. Mm -hmm. They are, you know, they have done a lot of dating. They have gone on many dates. They have met many men and uh, they just don't seem to meet a man that they like. Or the men that they do like, they don't seem to be aligned with their desire of, you know, creating a family, uh, creating a long-term committed relationship. So that's mm -hmm. usually when I come into place to help them figure it out, their, what could they be in the, could it be in the way? Sometimes mm -hmm. there is something in the way. Sometimes it's just that they lack the skills and the abilities to be successful mm -hmm. in relationships. And sometimes they just lack the support, the, posit the positive support, the love affirming support to go through this journey of finding the one in a way that is fun and that in a way that they can keep consistently putting themselves out there in order to find the one. It takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of energy to do it. And uh, they feel that they, they have been hurt. They feel, as I said, discouraged. They feel like there are no good men out there. They feel like they're tired, they really don't want to date. So, and um, as all, as we all know, if we want to get something, if we want to get our forever soulmate, we do have to get out of the house and put ourselves out there. So mm -hmm. that is the main situation. They are discouraged, they are not dating. And um, so that's when I come in, and I help them to, to get in a good place inside of themselves where they believe again. They believe in themselves again. They believe in men again. And they have energy and the desire of putting themselves out there. That's the mm -hmm. beginning of our journey together. Yeah. So there's a few things coming to my mind, um, especially... And okay, so like I, I'm single, I have a business, I um, can relate to a lot of the things that you're saying. So I'll be open and vulnerable during our conversation, just in hopes that it can help anyone listening. What's coming up is like the feminine and masculine energy thing that's very popular right now. And of course, so many women have such, they're so in tune with their masculine energy because they want these great careers and they're independent. And we, um, we get in this place of like not needing a man, even though 
we want a man. And so of course we're like pushing, you know, the good men away. So how would you start to help a client to get more in touch with her feminine energy? Or if you even use that language with your clients, I'm not sure how, yeah. How would you start that process with them? Yes, that's a, that's a great question. And thank you for sharing that. I do use the term uh, feminine and masculine energy. Mm. It's not the only um, the only parameter, the only coaching um, that I use. I have a more holistic coaching approach to dating and relationships. But for sure, the first thing that we have to kind of get in touch with is is where this desire of being in charge where is this desire of having to absolutely a hundred percent to know who we are going to be with how it's going to happen when it's going to happen where where it comes from this this strong strong desire of having control Mm -hmm. And it usually comes from a place of fear. When we are completely, completely into controlling the situation, controlling absolutely every single detail of how the dating journey has to go and how the relationship has to look like, it has a lot to do with fear. We are afraid that if we don't, you know, if we don't have, um, if we don't meet great guys every single time, that we are never going to meet the guy. That we are afraid that if we show our vulnerable side, our soft belly, our, you know, tender side, men are not going to respect us or that men are going to take advantage of us. You know, we are afraid that if we really, really um, allow allow the journey, allow the relationship unfold, allow the dating unfold in its own time, that we are going to be seen as weak, as, you know, as a bimbo, as a Barbie girl. So we do have all these fears that are giving us um, a, a very, very, very particular perspective on what dating is and what men are. And uh, that's the first step is to make sure that our perspective, our perspective, sorry, regarding what dating is, what men are, what we are, who we want to be in the relationship rather than doing What kind of woman do I want to be when I am with him? What kind of feelings do I want to feel when I am in a relationship? What love is for me? You know, asking all the deep questions at the beginning and having a clarity, having clarity regarding what kind of woman I want to be in this relationship is going to breed confidence. Mm -hmm. It's going to breed confidence and confidence is going to allow us to be present and to be grounded. And when we are present and we are grounded in front of a man, 
that's when the magic happens. That's when we can really see the other person for who he is, rather than, you know, thinking if he's going to be a good father for our kids, or if he's going to be a good partner, or if he's going to support me in my business and my career, and all those fears. When we can be present in the moment, that's when we can really see the other human being, and we can truly, truly get in touch with how we feel. We don't really want to deep, deep down, we don't want to get in a relationship to have a man or to have a family. We do want to be in a relationship in order to feel in a certain way. And feeling, it's all about feminine energy. It's mm -hmm. all about being in the moment, being present, and having that confidence that if this man that we have in front of us is not the right partner for us, we are going to move to the next one. And we are not going to dwell into, you know, oh, he, he wasn't the right guy. It's all about meeting men, being present, getting to know them, Getting mm -hmm. to allowing them to to know who we really are authentically, who we are, rather than being in a day trying to impress him with my accolades or my accomplishments or the places I have traveled, um, things that really don't create attraction. What really really creates attraction is being present in the moment, being in touch with our feelings, and just being open to the whole experience of getting to know this man. And if we do like that man on the first date, then we can say yes to a second date. Mm -hmm. And we do the same thing. We go there open, curious, rather than having a conclusion about who he is. I have been with my husband for almost 15 years. And I Still, he still surprises me. I still get to know him every single week. There is yeah. something new that he shows me about himself. Because it's all about being open and being allowing the relationship to unfold. And in order to get there, we do have to be present and to be open, to be curious. And that requires courage. Mm -hmm. and requires to be in a place of vulnerability. And all those are words that high-achieving, successful women sometimes have a hard time grasping with because yes. immediately they, they, they think that being vulnerable and being present and open equals being weak and being taken yeah. advantage. With all reason, because probably they have been. Um, mm -hmm. taking advantage in the past yeah okay so let's say someone is really ready for a partnership and you know they want to dedicate 2024 to dating and finding the right person what would their first step be to getting clear on what they want okay well the first step will be with my kind of coaching uh, mm -hmm. it's to get clear that it's not going to take 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So okay. 
That isn't it that nice. <laughs> it doesn't take all our energy. It just takes us to be conscious that it's going to take some time in our week, but it shouldn't be an all-consuming uh, kind of situation because mm -hmm. we have to keep living our life. We have to keep pursuing our hobbies. We have to be able to date intentionally and at the same time have a life keep mm -hmm. being in touch with our friends keep being great at our business with our family with our hobbies whatever that is because that's what makes us us that's what makes us authentically who we are is the accumulation of the different areas of our life so there is that it doesn't take 24 hours a day seven days a week and then once we know that it's all about the first step, I would say, it's about getting really, really clear on what we want in a relationship. That mm -hmm. without that North Star, without knowing what we want, what kind of a relationship we want to be on, it's going to be really, really hard to identify the right partner. Now, when I said... Um, being clear on what we want in a relationship. I am not necessarily talking about the material aspects, like, you know, traditionally we go to height or job or, you know, amount of money he makes or the way he looks or the... I don't really, in my experience and uh, with my own journey, personal journey, searching for love and finding it. And all my clients, that doesn't seem to be important at all. What really, really matters is being clear on what are the things that I want to be able to experience when I am in this relationship? What are the feelings that I want to be able to feel when I am in this relationship? So that is the first step is saying, okay, so I am really into tall men. Okay. Let's say on the list, I have his tall and strong. Mm -hmm. So I would say, ask yourself, how do you believe you are going to feel when you are with a tall, strong man? So usually what comes is safe. Yeah. Yeah. So I will add safety to what I want in a relationship and not necessarily a tall and strong man, because mm -hmm. I dated a short man for many, many years and his personality was bigger than life. Mm -hmm. I felt so safe with him. It was yeah. as if his height didn't even matter because he was a caregiver, he really, really emphasized that, that aspect. So that is what I will, I will do. I will grab the list that I already have. We all have our list and go through each item and reframe it from wealthy. So how do you, be, I believe a wealthy man is going to make me feel? It's going to make me feel comfortable. I want to have a comfortable life. I want to have a life of adventure. I want to have a life where uh, we 
we discover other places, other cultures, other countries. Well, for all of that, money is required. So, mm. but you could meet a great guy that you can have those experiences and he doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, like Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's very creative. Maybe he has friends all over the world that, you know, you can spend time in their places rather than going to hotels. Maybe his job, it's, you know, allows him to, to travel a lot. So he has a lot of points and he, we, you can fly for free with his points. I don't know. I'm just saying things to kind of change the perspective from what is on that list that mm -hmm. is impossible, that is, that list is narrowing the dating pool to a very, very, very small amount of men. What we want to do is to open up the dating pool so we have more opportunities mm -hmm. to meeting great men. And yeah. uh, my clients and myself, they are all surprised because that way they start to meet great guys all the time. Like yeah. all of the guys, they feel great. They treat them amazingly. They realize that men really want us happy, that they want to provide for us. They want to, you know, be there for us. And a great guy that has amazing values, amazing character traits, a guy that is healthy, that has emotional, um, you know, he's emotionally intelligent, a guy that is, you know, generous and compassionate, a guy that is like that is going to want to do better for us. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. always want to do better for us. So the first step would be to be very, very clear on what we want in a relationship, mm -hmm. how we want to feel and be open and curious to be blown away. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I love starting with the feelings and envisioning that and then practicing feeling it in your body because that really does open your heart up to love. Um, what, what about attraction? Because you know how if let's say someone's super picky and they're like in, maybe they're dating with their head and not their heart. So it's like their head has decided I need a man who's six foot and I'm only attracted to that. Do you see the attraction start to change as you do this this work with your clients? You mean the attraction that women start to feel more attracted to? A yeah, because I'm guy? thinking like, yeah, I'm thinking an issue that comes up a lot with women is they're writing off men because they're immediately not attracted to them or they don't feel the spark or maybe on the first date they friends they put them in the friend zone and so there's not that sexual attraction maybe they you know they're closed off to it I'm just thinking how can a woman start to open up their attraction towards men that they may have not originally been attracted to I love that question I love that question and it's so beautiful to see the how that unfolds in real life with my clients because mm -hmm. I usually my coaching is usually all about unless he's repulsive and you know that you know that you know that you know 
with every cell of your, your body. body you know yes. yeah you have a bodily response to this guy and it's not the yeah. nice one okay don't see him again <laughs> but with the rest of the guys I always said go and see them at least three times mm -hmm. it takes like about that. three times for the guy to really relax and stop feeling like the dating experience is a job interview. So I always said three times on date number three, usually they show you their funny side. They show you their adventure side. They show you a side that you can really, really like and embrace. So mm -hmm. there is that. And at the beginning, they find it very difficult they find it very difficult. And at the beginning, you know, they, they say no on the first date. And then, but we keep working on it. And the whole work that we do during my 90-day program, it's all about allowing them to drop into their heart and to become secure, to become mm -hmm. very, very secure in who they are. And uh, having the expectation when they go on a date of having a good time, having fun. It doesn't have to be the expectation of, you know, having to feel butterflies and having to, you know, have to close your legs because you're so hot for the guy. Yeah. So it's all about having fun and getting to know him and, and letting him surprise you, letting him wow you, being open to him. So mm. little by little, they start going on more dates and it gets better and better and better. Attraction, mm -hmm. it's something that I do believe it's very important. It's one of the things that have to be there. Mm -hmm. I want my ladies to be with a guy that they are attracted to, but it's something that can be developed over time. Yeah. That's the fact that we go on a date with a guy and we feel all the butterflies and we feel the connection and uh, that is very dangerous. Because mm -hmm. we can get, you know, we can confuse that feeling of the physical attraction that has a lot to do with pheromones. It has a lot to do with the time of the month we are going through. It has a lot to do with, you know, who he reminds us of. Yeah. It has a lot to do with things that are not important in the long run. We can confuse that with connection. And actually, that can be lost really quickly. While, you know, starting slow, slower and again, allowing the relationship to unfold. And I don't really believe in having sex in the first, second or third date. So it's okay if you are not attracted to him from the very beginning, because it actually works in your favor, because mm -hmm. that way you can spend more time being centered and grounded and getting to really see if there is compatibility, if you have things in common. Also, it keeps your head clear so you can be in his presence and see if he is somebody that you would like to keep meeting. Because yeah. what happens when we are really, really attracted to a hot guy is we turn the tables we start to think, oh my God, does he like me? Do I look good enough for him? I am pretty enough for him. And that is not the best 
uh, you know, attitude to have. Because hmm. when we are in that space, we are doing all the chasing. We are looking for his approval. And even if we are, we believe we are really, really faking it and we look super cool and collected, men can feel that. Yeah, they can and sense it. They can sense it as much as we can sense it. When we have a guy that is head over heels and we are yeah. not that attracted, it's the same thing with men. So, uh, yes, attraction is something that can be built. Actually, I believe that a good sexual life for a woman, mostly, it takes some work on our side. Yeah, We have to really, really get in touch with how we feel. We have to really get in touch with our body, with the whole of it. We have to really, really uh, guide our men to give us pleasure in the right way. It's mm -hmm. not something that just happened. A great sexual life is not something that just happened. Same thing with relationships. It's something that we we benefit from finding a man that is willing to grow, that is willing to learn, that is willing to build something with us. So together we build that amazing sexual life and attraction. Yeah. And yeah. how many times have you met somebody, even, even a girlfriend could be that you are like, you know, Oh, it's average, whatever. And then yeah. after a while you are like, Oh my God, you know, He's That's so handsome. Yes. I was just going to say that. Um, I always think of the analogy of like the best friend that you've had forever. And then all of a sudden you're, you one day are realize how cute he is or that you are attracted to them because we are attracted to what's familiar to us and what feels safe. And that takes time to build. And it just shows how much that can grow um, to give that, give it the time to build that familiarity with someone. And I love what you just said as well, because there's also people that you hit it off right away. And then you start butting heads with this person and you start to see all the things that you don't like about them. And right. so maybe that initial spark was very, could have been very misleading. And I'm even in just friend or coworker relationships that, I've had in the past of, of like, you have that instant connection and then you realize you don't have the bond that you thought it was. Right. It's so fascinating. Just attraction in general. Um, do you, so do you connect the dots with your clients of like why they're attracted to certain people of, and, and do you talk about their childhood or do you just, do you touch that with them of like, oh, you're attracted to this type of person because this is how your dad was or this is how your mom was. Like, do you go through that with your clients? We do, we do. And mm -hmm. uh, there is a direct link between, you know, our childhood, our primary caregivers. We do learn how to love when mm -hmm. we are uh, at, at a very, very young age. So if when we were learning what love is, the maps that they provide us with weren't really healthy. Let's mm -hmm. say we grew up with a, a father that was hot and cold. 
Yeah. And uh, we grew up with a dad that was, he was giving us all the attention if we were being in a certain way. So love came with a price tag. Um, mm-hmm. So we may be attracted to men that we have to perform in order to, to get their love. And mm-hmm. that, so that is something that we do heal because unless we go back to the past and we do that work of realizing that that was something that was happening to us at a very immature age where we we didn't really have our brain totally developed and uh, we didn't know what we were doing our best, but it doesn't have to keep being that way. And the fact that we feel like this unavailable narcissistic man the way that he treats treats us, it feels like love. It's just because that's what we had when we were growing up. But mm-hmm. we can do better. We can heal from that. And we can fall in love with a man that is there for us, that is available. And, uh, and that is something that takes a little bit of work. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, If a woman is, um, you know, grew up with an, as I said, with a, with a toxic, uh, with toxic caregivers, she is going to probably feel the rush of a connection with a guy that is toxic and Mm -hmm. with a guy that is perfectly healthy, that can provide, can give her what she needs and what she wants to be adored, to be loved, to be safe to, you know, to have um, whatever that is, you know, comfort, adventure, intimacy. Um, For that woman, it may feel boring. It may feel like the attraction is not there. So the healing has to happen because um, we, if we don't do that, we are going to keep being attracted to bad boys. Because mm-hmm. the good boys are going to feel like boring. Or yeah. Just... yeah. So we do that work. Yes, it's very, very important to rewrite that part of our story. So we mm-hmm. can create a new love story for us. Okay, so next question. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about the dating experience and dating in today's world. Um, especially, I know, before we jumped before we recorded, I mentioned that I've pretty much uh, paused my dating life to focus on my business the last couple of years. Um, but now I'm moving into this phase of, I do want a partner. And so I'm going to start dating again. Um, I mean, I've dated here and there, but I'm not in the right city. I'm not in the city I want to be in. So um I pretty much kind of put my life on hold or my love life on hold. And so I would love your thoughts on that because as you said, it's relatable to a lot of people that are probably putting things on hold. What are your, what are your thoughts there? (laughs) Well, the first thing that come to mind is you mentioned that you are not in the city where you want to stay. Is that right? Right. So is that something that you are going to change in the future? Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. When is that going to happen? Ideally ASAP. Um <laughs> this whole hopefully in 2024. Okay. This next year. Do you have a plan? I have different cities that I am looking at and so I'm making I'm in the midst of making a plan but it's not set in stone. I'm pretty much like 
deciding. I'm decide in decision phase. Okay. So because it's very different to many different, I mean, it depends on the person pretty much. Yeah. But uh, yeah. as, a, as a general rule, that is something that shows up a lot with the women that I talk is I am not in the right city. Mm-hmm. And uh, I work with women all over the world, from Australia to Canada to South America. I speak Spanish, so I coach in both languages, UK, everywhere. And everywhere inside of the States. I have had clients from Florida, from Colorado, from New Mexico, Arizona, California, Utah, you know. I have a big, big, wide um, assortment of cities that I work with. And that is something that shows up a lot. I don't live in the right place. Las Vegas is a horrible place today. Uh, Miami is a horrible place today. LA Mm -hmm. is a horrible place today. Whatever the city is, it's always the wrong place to date. And so that is the main main, uh, distinction, is to see that there is a universal theme here of feeling that I am not in the right place. And that is part of the work that has to be done, is to, to reframe that, to shift it in a way that you start to really, really believe that the right man is going to find you, no Mm -hmm. matter where you are, that he's already looking for you. And it doesn't matter where you are, he is going to find you. The only thing you have to do is to put yourself out there, wherever you are. In other words, blossom where you are planted. I will give you an example. I -hmm. went on 200 first dates in two years. Most of this happened in Florida. I was living in South Florida. Now, by the end of that two-year period, I moved to Las Vegas, Nevada, where I live now. When Mm -hmm. I moved to Las Vegas, I changed my e-harmony location. I used e-harmony, by the way. Mm -hmm. I used my e-harmony location to be located in Las Vegas. Now, it wasn't according to the, you know, the head, according to my brain, it wouldn't have made much sense for me to do that because I was in a new city. I didn't know anybody. I needed to get, you know, a, everything was new. So yeah. I needed to to get myself situated first. If I followed my brain, I would have waited and get myself situated first, figured out where I was going to live, what I was going to do for a living, you know, all the practical stuff. I didn't. I didn't. I followed my heart. And I changed to Las Vegas and I started to date. It wasn't perfect. I was getting lost all the time. I mean, it it wasn't perfect. But Mm -hmm. just the fact that I was open and that my energy was open and that I was telling God and the universe, like I am looking for my forever soulmate. Mm -hmm. I am being in a way 
So when he sees me, he's going to recognize me. Just my energy is going to be inviting. I am going to engage not only with the men I'm meeting on eHarmony, I'm gonna keep engaging with men in the supermarket, at church, uh, on the street, whatever. So I didn't just save it to be in that place that was the ideal place. I yeah. kept engaging with my surroundings. I kept talking to everybody. I kept being curious. I kept dating. And eventually, I met my husband. Six mm -hmm. months. I moved here in December. I met him in June. And I met him not through eHarmony, actually. I met him through uh, Meetup. Totally a place that... I was there, uh, you know, I joined a running group. I was mm -hmm. in the middle of the desert running and there he was and that's it. Almost 15 years later, we are still together. But I truly believe that when we cheat ourselves of that concept, concept of blossom where you are planted, yeah. even if it kills you, even if it, you know, even if it doesn't, if it feels like a coat that it doesn't fit, even if your brain is telling you, oh my God, you are going to go and date here in LA and who knows what am I going to be? Just trust and surrender that that very, very same desire that God put inside of you of meeting the one has in it built in the seed to make it happen mm -hmm. and miracles happen and magic happens synchronicity happens but if we wait if we save ourselves for that moment where we are in the right city or another one we are on the right weight or another one we have the right job or another one you know whatever all yeah. of those weren't happening for me when I met my husband I was in the wrong city. I was on my. I was the heaviest I have ever been. My finances sucked. Actually, he paid for my lawyer to declare bankruptcy. Mm. Okay, talking about being in a vulnerable, yucky place where I had all the reasons for my brain to tell me you have to hide, you have to wait for the right moment. Who is going yeah. to love you when you don't have money to pay your bills? When, mm -hmm. Who is going to love you when you are 10 pounds overweight? Who is going to love you when your hair is bright orange? Who is going to love you where you don't know what you're going to do with your life? The right person showed up mm -hmm. because I was grounded on who I was. I was bigger than my circumstances and I surrendered to a higher power, knowing in my heart of hearts that the only thing I had to do was to keep opening my heart and being yeah. confident and learning how to say no to the guys that weren't the right ones and mm -hmm. not taking it personal. I met a lot of guys, 200 first dates in two years. Come on. <laughs> was, that, guys, was that intentional? Like you said, you wanted to go Intentional, totally intentional. You wanted totally to go on 
that many dates, first dates? Well, it took that long. I didn't know how long it was going to take. I just knew that part of my growth into becoming the woman that was going to be fit to be in an amazing soul level, conscious, loving, intimate relationship like one I have with my husband, Mm -hmm. I was going to have to evolve. And the best way to grow into who you are really meant to be is in the arena. Yeah, yeah. That's the that. best way. Okay, you've inspired me. This is what I'm going to start doing in 2024. Right. I'm so, so happy. Something that's coming up as we're, you're talking about this is because I love the idea of, you know, when we open our heart, it's we do become magnetic we do attract love. Like I've experienced that in the past. I know what that feels like. And it really is like magic and you can meet anyone anywhere. I think the universe is so amazing. Like that you could, it's things are lining up and it's not in our control for me, something that's coming up. And I would love your opinion on is letting go. It's like holding on to something in the past, a relationship in the past or a connection that we had in the past, like something that was really, really close and it's hard to let go of. And I feel like that totally blocks something new from coming in. How could one start to let go of that? Thank you for sharing that. And I know it's hard. I know it's hard. Um, I mean, my story, I maybe for another one, but I had to do that. I had to let go of something. And the first step is to accept yourself. I know it sounds like very uh, counterintuitive because it's like, how am I going to let go of something? What that has to do with anything? Mm -hmm. But when you radically, radically accept yourself, that's when you can build the belief that you can't, it's not an either or, it's not yeah. an either or. You can still be doing the work and healing from your past and meet an amazing guy yeah. that actually will support you to heal faster. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not an either or. You can do both. Mm -hmm. The healing has to happen. Now, the way it's going to happen, it's up to us. We can do it in a monk kind of way and go and up to a, a mountain top and spend <laughs> a year there meditating, praying and doing mantras mm -hmm. and doing the healing in our, by ourselves. And that may work. But again, the best, fastest way to do the healing work is to accept ourselves that we are not perfect and we are lovable and loving and loved mm -hmm. anyway. That the fact that we are lovable and loved is not based on merit. There is absolutely nothing you can do at this moment to be more loving, more lovable, or more loved than you are at right now. Even though you are still 
carrying this past with you. So from that place of unconditional love and knowing that you are love at a more spiritual level, that's when you can start forgiving yourself, forgiving yourself for whatever happened and forgiving the other person. Hmm. Once you forgive yourself for either falling short for whatever it happened, for not being in the way that you thought you had to be in order to, for the outcome to be different, forgiving him for whatever he did to you. Unless we go through those two steps, we are always going to be in a place of confusion and second guessing ourselves because you are not gonna be able to trust yourself. Mm-hmm. unless we trust ourselves and that comes from a place of self-acceptance and forgiveness we are always going to be feeling like we are not there yet we still have more work to do and that is a trap it's a trap it's the trap of always you know oh i, I i'm not there yet it goes again with i am not in the right city I am not the right weight. I am not in the right financial situation. Whatever it is. My kids are too young. Whatever it is. It's about self-acceptance, self-love, and forgiveness. And that is a work that nobody can do for you. That it's something that it has to come from you. And Mm -hmm. once you do that, your whole life blossoms. And it doesn't have to be done at an amount on top. You can be doing the healing work and be with the, your new, your next soulmate. Yeah. Because that per se, that is my definition of soulmate. Is the man that comes to our lives to help us become our highest self. Yes, and it's never like we will always be working on healing through the relationship as well. So right. we can't, we can't just wait until we're fully healed because that's not how it's going to work in this lifetime. Right. And also, unless I truly believe that unless we really can see ourselves with our dark spots and love ourselves with that and being extending love and compassion and kindness and patience to those areas of ourselves that maybe are more immature, maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, they are not as evolved, we are not going to be able to authentically love an imperfect man perfectly. Mm-hmm. Because that's the other thing that it's not about finding the perfect man, because there is not such a thing as a perfect man. It's about learning how to love an imperfect man perfectly. But it mm-hmm. all starts with us. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's a mirror. So if we're right, I love learning that. You how to love our... that. Yes. Yeah. Mirror, good. If we learn how to love ourselves and our imperfections, that's how we're going to treat our partner and love our partner as well. Right. And when our partner mirrors us, our imperfections, we are not going to take it as a lethal attack. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We are going to be a lot more relaxed and we are going to be able to say, okay, okay. So he has a point there. 
<laughs> you know, but it's not gonna be like the, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. how you dare. Yeah. You're dead now. <laughs> You're out of my life. yeah. Okay, I have, I'll ask one last uh, question. So if you could give your, your past younger single self one piece of advice about love, relationships, or attracting a partner, what would that be? Oh, that's a great question. And I think if I can go back to my, I don't know, late teenage, early 20s self, when I started um, being interested in men, I was in the late, late blooming. I would tell myself, don't settle for guys that you are not crazy about. It takes... Absolutely, and listen to these ladies, it takes absolutely the same amount of work to be with the men of your dreams than to be with the men that you are just there because he's a warm body and it feels safe. Mm -hmm. love that I love that so much <laughs> okay um if you want to tell listeners where they can find you and connect with you and anything that you have offering that you'd like to mention Oh, thank you, Sarah. I am offering to your viewers a 40-minute love breakthrough coaching session, complimentary. And uh, to take advantage of that, they can send me a message to lovecoachnatalia at gmail.com. And my social media is at epiclovecoach on Instagram. That's the best way. Perfect. Um, and you mentioned you have a 90 day program. Is that I your do. signature program? Right. That's my signature program where uh, it's uh, super high end, high touch, one on one. I just got a message this morning from a graduate that she's in an exclusive relationship with uh, Amazing. an amazing guy. I get 89% results, if not 100. Um, Yeah. because it's so, so personalized and, uh, yes, it's 90 days Mm and -hmm. it's dating and relationship coaching for women. Epic love accelerator. Amazing. I love it. And I will link all of your um your links and your social media in the show notes. So look out for that. And thank you so much, Natalia, for being here. I would love to have you on again and um, continue these conversations because it's just, it's fun to just, I feel like, I always feel like I can ask a million more questions. Um, so thank you so much. You're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you so much. And uh, I love to talk about love. I love love. So. It's so fun. Yeah. And thank you all for listening and we will be back next time. Bye.